Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. It's a warm, hearty lack of welcome to you, the listener out there. I'm your host, Willem Klopper, and I can't wait for today's chat with my guest, Mr. Johan van Weyck of ONTAP, to find out more about the organization itself, its associated brands and services, and of course, the value that ONTAP adds to both the plumbing industry and the consumer. Johan, a warm and a hearty welcome to you as well. Thanks for your time and effort in joining me. Thank you, Willem. Thank you for having me on your program. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is the first for the both of us. I, I know that you did mention uh, off air before we started recording that you've been on radio before. <laughs> so, yeah, I've had so, a little bit of exposure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think... I wouldn't, you know, say, I'm, I wouldn't what, say that I'm a, a, what you call seasoned uh, um, reporter or anything like that, but yes, I have a bit of a radio experience. <laughs> Was it was was the discussion that you had on that radio? Was it about on tap though? No, it wasn't. It was a totally different subject completely. Well, no, it was many years ago when I was was much younger. Um, yeah. Well, well, then this is a this is a first for us, for our, for us both. Well, I look forward to it. <laughs> so do I. But listen, Johan, there's a lot to be said about ONTAP, and I'm quite excited about our, you know, our discussion and our conversation that we're going to have. Got quite a few questions here for you, but uh, I think that before we delve into our conversation, let's just cross over to a quick ad break or two. And uh, to our, our listeners out there, uh, don't go away. Stay tuned because Johan and I will be right back after this. Are you a tradesperson or trading company that's looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at info at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. Welcome back. You still tuned into a lacquer episode of the Man in the Van podcast. I am Willem Klopper, your host, and with me today is my guest, Johan van Weyck of ONTAP. Um, just before we went into the ad break, I did say that we're going to chat about ONTAP itself, to chat about the organization, its associated brands and services, and the value that it adds to the plumbing industry. But Johan, just so that our audience and our listeners know who they're listening to, would you mind to briefly introduce yourself to them, please? Well, um, yeah, my, like you've mentioned, uh, my name is Johan van Beek. I'm the Managing di Director of ONTAP Franchise Holdings. Um, I've been in the retail industry for about 36 years. I started my retail career in the fashion industry, believe it or not. And today <laughs> I'm dealing with, with plumbing, elbows and, and sockets. But yeah, I started my, my career in, in, in the fashion industry. From there, I... I migrated into the FMCG market where I dealt with FMCG products, logistical management and so forth. Um, and then um, joined one of the big retailers in the FM, uh, FMCG, uh, not sorry, general merchandise group um, and sold um, general merchandise, then got um, grown into the store development 
side of business, uh, understanding store layouts, understanding um, the customer journey within the store area, uh, and how to influence that in a positive way, mm. obviously to enhance the bottom line of the company. Um, yeah, that was that was a great stunt. And then uh, about 10 years ago, I joined the, the ONTAP group as their managing director at the time. Um, What's what's quite interesting about this industry is that uh, we t- in basically two businesses. One, I'm in the plumbing businesses, but I'm a business, and I'm also in the franchise business. So yeah. I don't just compete on plumbing products, or our stores don't just compete on plumbing products. We also compete against the other branded um, franchise items, so um, um, companies that's out there. So um, yeah, so that was quite a quite a, uh, a shift you know working in a corporate structured environment going into the franchising industry you you're working with a lot of entrepreneurs guys who are free-spirited guys who have ideas and own ideas so it's 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 been quite a task um just keeping everything together because it's not just about the merchandise it's also about the people mm. yeah so my responsibility is basically to run, to run the business just to set the the vision for the company and and for the year um i oversee all the franchisees um they are in return responsible for their stores and their in their businesses um so managing that relationship is is, is like i said is, is is part of my task i also oversee and, and work very closely with the supplier base our supplier base we have a division that works with the uh, the suppliers but i'm very involved with that as well uh, for us, in on tap relationships is critical. Mm. Um, you know, through the many years that on tap has existed, and which I'm sure we'll chat a bit later, uh, we've had many ups and downs. And the suppliers that that we've worked with have had ups and downs. And through all of that, we've held each other's hands, and it's been great. You know, so we we put a lot of value on relationships uh, within our brand and within our franchisees and and, and so forth. And then, yeah, I suppose all legal matters always funnels down to me <laughs> to deal with big, it. Um, the big decisions. <laughs> the big decisions, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of kind of my role in in, in in a nutshell. There's so much more to it, so many more working parts to it. But in summary, yeah, it's to look after the brand, to make sure that you grow this brand, that, it's, um, that it becomes a national brand, top of mind brand, mm. and um, yeah, yeah, grow our numbers. That's the big thing. You know, as I say, the brand of choice. But you know, yes. Johan, I, you know what I find interesting is you use the term suppliers, and it's it's a different sort of from a different perspective from what the plumbers you know would have or what the customers and the consumers would have because to you or to them you are the supplier, um, you know, and you and you've got suppliers on your end, and we're going to delve into that a little bit later in the conversation. But isn't that interesting, the different perspectives of using the term supplier? hundred uh, percent. And, and that's not to discount uh, the other side of our business. So on the one end, you have the supplier coming in and on the other side, you've got your customer coming in buying from you, mm. you know, so, um, and, and, and if I omitted to say that both those relationships are critically important to us because we can buy as much stock if we have no one to sell it to, then we're in trouble. So, um, yeah. But yes, when I refer to suppliers, I refer to the, the people that supply us yes. to our businesses, yes. and then our customers. Our customers range from the the, the plumber itself in his in his bucky, one bucky, fifteen buckies, twenty buckies, 
and to the Mrs. Um, Jones, if you want to call it that, mm. that comes into our showrooms and, and buy the finishing product for a, for a house that she's building or so mm. forth. You know, so we have a quite a wide range. And the DIYers in 2000, when COVID hit us, um, the DIY market exploded um, because people couldn't travel. Uh, I think a lot of guys just turned to their homes and spent their money on their homes, and, and, and that's where the money went. And and so yeah, so we also service the DIY market. <laughs> you know, but that's they they can learn. They can become professionals too. <laughs> well, yeah. I tell you one thing. I think some of them, uh, you know, there's so much information on the internet available nowadays that uh, they they almost I myself are. are a, are an avid DIY person, so um, I do do Google uh, search a couple of videos before, before I take on a project. But yeah, there's a there's some and there's some might be guys out there as well. There's some might be. <laughs> yeah, we can pull yeah, them in. Actually, we can rope those in. <laughs> we actually had a T-shirt made for our plumbers that said, uh, "We are the guys that fix what your husband had broken." So, <laughs> <laughs> I like so that. Guys. <laughs> I think you know most of our audience and our listeners are plumbers, and I and I think that most of them can relate to that. <laughs> you know, it's, they always get called in to fix that something that somebody else buggered up. But yeah, <laughs> listen, Johan, I want to talk about uh, ONTAP itself. So a great deal of our audience, as I said, are plumbers. Um, some of them are even Mrs. and Mr. Jones, um, the consumer. Um, and then, you know, we even have listeners of these podcasts who actually work in stores and retails and in the, in the, in the franchises, the supply stores, manufacturers even listen to our podcast. So they're quite, quite a variety of listeners. But like I said, the main, my main audience plumbers uh, lack it, lack it for, to have your guys on board and having tuned into this episode. Um, but I want to chat about ONTAP, ONTAP, the, the organization. Um, let's you know the plumbers may already be familiar with it but let's do a quick recap of of the organization itself to those who already know it um and a quick introduction if you can call it like that to those who don't know it so you know i'm going to shoot a couple of questions like when was ONTAP founded or established um you know was it a single retail store back then or a supply store or for you know or a to the plumbing trade, um, those kind of questions. So if you don't mind, you know, if, if you want me, I can drop all the questions like bombs on you um, or we can work it through a list. But let's start off with when it was established. Okay, well, let me try and answer them as many as, as possible for you. So ONTAP was founded in, on the 18th of December, 1990. That's when they opened their doors. Uh, it was initially founded by three gentlemen that saw a gap in the market um, and it was specifically designed to service the plumber. Uh, at that stage, um, the, the end user, the consumer um, was not in mind. It was just to create an entity where the plumber could come into a store and he could find his goods and have his whole basket bought in, 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 in a fast, friendly and efficient manner. And they also came up with a, the slogan at the time, fast, friendly and efficient. So That's in okay. our marketing uh, stuff that you see, we talk about fast, friendly and efficient. Um, and that stood us since 1990. And we still believe in that slogan. We still, um, uh, well, that our, bar, our byline, if you want to call it that. And we also have the home of beautiful bathrooms and kitchens. Mm. But um, for our plumbers, we want to be fast, 
fully and efficient. So yeah. the business was founded and aimed at at the plumbers. Um, so that was in 1990. Um, it was it was apparently one of the most difficult years um, in in the economy as well. So it was just against all odds. All odds they have opened this business on the 18th of December. Bad time of December because everybody closes down on the 15th of December. All the the tradespeople go on holiday. The the, the the contracts are shut down and so forth. But needless to say, these guys had a vision and they and they wanted to live out their vision. So in 1996, that's when they opened their first franchise store in Durban, uh, and it's still there today. Uh, the the franchise is run by one of the founding members' son. Um, he's actually taken over his dad's uh, shares and within the organization. And uh, yeah, so we're proud to have him around still. Mm. And uh, since 1996, it, it, it's grown and it, and it shrinks and it grows and it shrinks. It's like a, it's like a cell. It's live. It, it's not. It's not. We always aim at more numbers. Mm. But um, truth be told, is that you know some businesses go through tough times and, yes. and they close down and then you open up again and mm. so forth. But yeah, we 1996 was the start of the franchise, if you want to call it that. Um, they weren't as, as structured at that time. It was more of a buying group, um, wanting to buy together. And uh, over time, as the brand developed and, and they matured, they started bringing in more policies and procedures and, and starting getting um, stuff that was common against between the stores and so forth and, and stuff like that. And, and they created this wonderful brand called On Tap. Um, then, yeah, we, we basically a national franchise, predominantly along the coast. Mm. Uh, for some reason, our strength lies against the coast. Um, and uh, we've ventured into the inland and so forth, but um, we just it- seem to have better traction on the coast than we have on the inland. Do you know, I think it's, you know, the people who go on holiday go and buy at the stores there. And then they bring the, the, the <laughs> they bring the stock back. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think a lot of a lot of the, the a lot of the, the branches are in holiday areas. But I mean, nowadays, um, Willem, with people, I think COVID has taught as well that people can work remotely, people can commute, mm. um, people are off the lifestyle. Um, there's a lot of people semigrating out of the bigger cities into smaller places like Harper and Eft and those mm, places mm. and they and they have homes there and they and they work from there. Which is quite mind blowing um, because those are towns that ten years ago were hardly featured on the map. You stop there on the way through it on the way to Cape Town. You mm. know? So uh, suddenly um, I think the whole not the world, but the way we do business and the way we live in South Africa has changed. So yeah, so, yeah our 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 focus must be is to grow our, our numbers in the in the in the, in the cities um, and so forth. But um, currently, as it's as we stand now, we're predominantly along the coastline, very strong on the coastline, and um, but um, yeah, John, you're talking about growth and, and aiming at growing, and, and I mean. Um, I the first time I met with uh, with Antep's, um, you know, the the actual staff of Antep was at a at a new a new. Can I refer to it as a branch? Is that the correct term to use? A branch that That's opened correct, up yeah. in in Midrand, Midrand in Johannesburg between Pretoria and Johannesburg. Um, yeah, and that was the first time uh, we had a plumbers evening there, and um, I spoke to the staff of the store, the manager of the store there. 
Um, and that's how I got connected with, with um, ONTAP. So, yes, you are definitely coming inland, um, and it's good to know. So, yeah, we, we, you know, Willem, we've been in the, in the Gauteng region, um, but we've, we've lost some of our stores there. That store that you are mentioning is our first uh, corporate-owned store. Um, you know, the, as, as a board, we've decided to, to invest in our own brand. Now, if we want others to invest in our brand, we need to put our money where our mouths are and also invest in our own brand. So um, that was our, our first attempt to step out there. And we've got some plans ahead of us to, to do more of that. Mm. Um, proving concept and so forth, uh, we definitely want to consider more corporate-owned stores. But we, we probably will end up with a hybrid of a model um, similar to some of the other franchise business where you have corporate-owned stores and we would have franchisees, um, franchisee-owned stores. Yeah. You know? And like I said to you in the opening, our franchisees are, are critical to us. Our plumbers are critical to us and our franchisees are critical to us. And so is so our supply chain, in mm. uh, inbound supply chain suppliers are very, very important to our existence. I always say to people that ONTAP is a brand made up out of sub-brands, if, I, if mm. I can put it that. Mm. You know, and uh, and we want to be that preferred channel to market for those. And I say respectfully, sub brands, but they are big brands. They are world renowned brands mm. that that we that we stock. So uh, yeah, so Joburg is is um, is rough. Um, is is uh, a lot of work to be done. It's a big place. Ample opportunity, John. Ample there opportunity. A lot of, yeah, a <laughs> lot of opportunity for everybody. I think, and there's enough sun there for everybody to work under. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, Well, when we were talking in this, and you said um, uh, it, it ONTAP's made up. It's it's a it's a brand made up of sub brands. It was. Um, I wanted to mention something about uh, that came to mind, and you and I had that discussion off air before we re we recorded. I wanted to mention something about the fact that uh, when it's an owner of a franchise, you know his business is as important to him as your business is to you. So yes, the ONTAP brand is as important to him as it is to you, because it's his business. You yeah. know, it's an investment that he puts been... in. He's an entrepreneur. He's, he's he opened his own business. Yes, under the umbrella or under the 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 brand ONTAP, but it's his business, and 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 he runs it. You know, to make a success out of it. It's not as if he's just, and 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 this this is not to shoot down any employee for that matter. But mm. it's not as if he's just an employee of a greater corporate company and he's yeah. just been offered a position and he gets a salary and he draws a salary. But no, no, it's his business. And he, he's, if he doesn't make a success, it's his, you know, it's a great loss to him. Agreed with you, William. I think that's been part of our success uh, is that our business is our owner managed businesses. We advertise it like that as well. When we go through the interview process with new applicants and so forth, we make sure that the owner is going to be involved personally in the business um, so that he can be close to his business because exactly to your point, he's invested into, into that business. It cost a lot of money to get into these stores. And uh, so if he's there, he's going to make sure he makes a success of it and, and so forth. So it's, it's one of our, um, I think, differentiators as well sometimes. And again, I come from a corporate background where I've worked for big corporates and uh, I understand the, the value of employees and managers and so forth. Mm. 
But uh, when you're in franchising and you're writing that check, it's your money. You mm. know, if you're paying salaries, you pay the staff salaries first, you know, before you pay your salary. So mm. uh, it is a different mindset. And they, like you said, mentioned as well, rightfully, they're entrepreneurs. Mm. And, um, you know, the, the, I think the challenging, the challenge for franchising, and I don't want to go into franchising because that's what our discussion is about today, but as it just triggered a thought in mine is that um, franchising is you're dealing with entrepreneurs that you're trying to bring into a structured environment because mm. the franchise itself is corporate, um, but the environment is entrepreneurial. So yeah. you have two opposites clashing with one another in, in trying to create this thing, but, which is fun. I mean, that's part of the fun of, of being in this business is managing the people, learning from the people, learning from their skill sets, the entrepreneurial side of it, and then also I'm able to bring the corporate environment, the corporate side of it, the structured side of it to the business. Because I think if you, if you can get that too right, because often, and, I, and like you said, respectfully to, to managers, they're not invested financially into their business. So um, it makes a difference when you make your decisions, mm. if you invest it into that business. All right, Johan. So, you know, it's always interesting to hear that, um, you know, the investment they make in, in, in people, when businesses, when you talk to businesses and the investment they make in their people, the, the importance of their people, like your franchise owners and the staff. Um, but Johan, so, okay, so ONTAP offers a wide range of, of bathroom and kitchen products, as well as premium quality uh, sanitary, sanitary wear and plumbing supplies. But let's just give us you know, we, we keep on referring to the fact that you supply both to the plumber, the installer, um, as well as to the consumer, you know, the public, the, the Mr. and Mrs. Jones. So just give us a quick yeah. overview of ONTAP's product range. Yeah, well, I think it's important also to know, to mention to you that um, we deem ourselves as plumbing specialists. We're not just a normal plumbing uh, hardware business. You know, all our all our salespeople are properly trained in, in in the art of selling product, plumbing products. So, you know, hopefully, when you come to our stores, we believe you do, you get qualified qualified advice from a salesperson that knows what product to be used, and so forth. So, um, but you know, from a from a product point of view, is we are very. Um, pedantic about what we sell and when we sell. So we have a business model of certain categories of products that we carry. And we are often tempted to add to these categories and stuff like that and expand it and, and stuff like that. But we do understand that we don't have rubber walls and we can't just move walls up and just add <laughs> categories. Because you could find yourself in this in this spiral of becoming a, a hybrid hardware business. And mm. we're not a hardware business. Yep. We're, we're a plumbing specialist yep. business. And that's what we want to focus on. That's what we're good at. We are good at servicing our plumbers, right? And we became good at servicing our end-user end consumer on the, on the... So often we talk in the plumbing industry, we talk about dirty plumbing, we talk about um, front-of-wall plumbing, mm. the clean side and the dirty side. The dirty side is behind the wall and the clean side is in front of the wall. We <laughs> refer to that. From a supplier point of view is, yes, we, we, we only sell... Uh, accredited products, all right? I'm not, I don't want to mention any specific uh, test labs or anything like that, yeah. but we only sell, um, what do you call it? Compliant uh, products. products. We, yeah. com compliant products to the, to the, to the National Standards um, Authority. Because we believe that we don't want that customer to come back. We don't want that piano or that Rembrandt painting or something to be 
lost in a in a flood or anything like that you know and and it's part of our ethos as in, in, in giving the customer quality product so we've partnered with um, a lot of the the big brands uh, international brands um, and then also we are proud to say that we have a lot of local guys who manufacture product locally that export um, overseas so our product that we make locally is export quality it's not mm. that um that, 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 that it's poor quality but all those products meet the net the way it's required meets the necessary necessary uh, standards um yeah so if, if if i just want to go back to the dirty style of plumbing so anything behind your wall mm. anything underneath the ground that's um, pipings can, fittings pipe, valves. fittings uh, valves you name it um glues um silicones um you name it it's all there um and then on the on the finishing side as well, we are quite selective on our finishing side. So we can we can finish a bathroom. Um, some of our stores um, stock tiles, most don't, but some of our stores can even give you tiles, and you can right, tile. So. But the, the the stores can actually they they can give you your full offering with regards to the finishing side of your bathroom, and. Um, yeah, in, in our brands, and then obviously we have access to other brands as well. You know, mm. Nowadays, with uh, with everybody's focus on stock holding and stock management and so forth, sometimes um, you know we might not carry something, but we do have access to to those products. Mm. And then, yeah, so that's so anything to do with your bathrooms, anything to do with your kitchen um, on the sanitary side, um, that's what you you can get from us. Right, you know? so. And again, like I said, all our tap products especially our tap products we've been sure that they are met they meet the standards mm. uh, that is set um by by the sans standards and uh, we won't sign anything that does not comply what is sad for me Willem, and, I, and i maybe want to use the opportunity to say it is that they are the consumers are not always informed enough on what products is available and what products they should be buying when i before i came into this business i didn't know a lot of these things that i know now Mm. And and often you buy on price and you buy on aesthetics, but you're actually not buying something that is approved. Yeah. You know, so all our products have warranties, they've got guarantees, um, and they vary from twenty years to ten years on some of the, the tap brands mm. and so forth. Um so yeah. So we, we for the consumer out there, for the plumber, we can service him anything that he needs from his side, geezers, um heat pumps. Mm. Um, oh, pressure tanks, Jojo tanks, any, any anything there, and then on the on on the consumer side, uh, anything they need to finish their bathrooms, their kitchens with all the pretty stuff. For them. All the all pretty, the pretty stuff. stuff. Um, Johan, it's 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 always good to hear about that. Uh, you know the quality assurance that it gives to both the installer as well as the consumer when it comes to things like uh, you know um, quality, durability, performance. Um, warranties, guarantees, and those kind of things. But it's also good to hear that you stock as much uh, con uh, c compliant products as possible. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, and, and, and I like the, how you brought into the conversation the fact that your people on the floor need to know what they're talking about because Mr. and Mrs. Jones don't always know what the plumbers have to comply with when they do installations. Um, and the fact that they have to use compliant products in order to comply with 
the, the, the requirements of the standards that are applicable to plumbing installations. And if Mr. and Mrs. Jones insist on something that is, is aesthetically pretty to them, but not necessarily compliant, you know, it makes it all the more difficult for, you know, the professional plumbers to sign off a, certainly, you know, something to say that my work is compliant with the standards. But it's, it's so it's good for me to hear that, you know, the people that you have in store are people that are knowledgeable, that they know what they're talking about. Um, and it's it's yeah. lacquer also to hear, you know, that you're, we're looking at stuff, aspects or factors that, that make your product stand out. Um, the products that you do stock is it's performance, cost effectiveness, and making it eco-friendly. Um, the simplicity of installation and the maintenance thereof, you know, both for the installer and in, in the maintenance for the for the end user, and then of course value for money. That's one of the most important factors that we, people look for when they consider buying at a specific supply store. Um, so it's lacquer to hear all of yeah. those things. I think the consumer has, has, has become a lot more uh, price conscious, um, you know, as as the as the economy squeezes, the consumer becomes a lot more uh, price conscious with regards to their spending something. And I always say to to people, um, you know, we're not in the business, or to my franchisees, we're not in the business where you wake up one morning and you think, oh my goodness, my taps are ugly, I'm going to replace my taps today. <laughs> You know, it's quite a grudge purchase. It's something yeah. that you plan for. It's, yeah. it's not something you just wake up one morning and change. You exactly. know, either renovating your house or you've, you've, you're building a new property or you your tap has failed you and you have to go and replace it now. So, so it's quite a grudge purchase. So mm. from a marketing point of view, we, we make every effort that we can is, mm. to, is to bring the customer in um, and, and then, to, then to sell them the product they require. I think what's... What's also critically important, Willem, is is that, you know, we want to be a trusted brand for our consumers. You know, whether it's the plumber or whether it's the the end user with his pretty bathroom, we want to be a trusted supplier or a, a retailer to that person. And and so therefore we partner with trusted suppliers. And, and and we actually have this little logo that we that you say if you trust us, you can trust our suppliers. So we'll make sure that they conform to the standard that's required out there. Um and that's, all, that's always been our, our strength in our brand. And sometimes we say no to opportunities that are presented to us because it's non-compliant product and stuff mm. like that. And, and unfortunately, it makes its way to the market. And, 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 and some customers are caught with that, unfortunately, mm. in their homes. So, so we'd rather not do that. We'd rather just focus on, on, the, on, the, on the bigger brands, the stronger brands, the guys who are compliant. And make sure that we also stick to the rules of the game, and so and and then, and, and that just helps you build your brand, makes you give your brand equity, makes your brand a trusted brand, mm. and so forth. So that's what we want to stand for. Yeah, the fact is that if people use a product that's not as reliable as a compliant product, for that matter. And we're not saying that all non-compliant products are not reliable products. That's not what we're saying. But the fact is that no, you know definitely. products are compliant and put, being put through tests for a reason. Um, and when they certify it as compliant, it's for a reason uh, because their durability and their performance and all of those things, their quality has been it's been put to the test, and that's why they certified. So the fact is that. Um, you know, when something goes wrong with a product, Mr. and Mrs. Jones are usually, they inclined to think, you know, it's, it was a poor installer. The, it was the installer's fault. You know, they, they must have made a, a mess with, 
the geezer or whatever the case may be or the tap or whatever the case may be and that's why it's a bug wrap and and they would mm-hmm. they're quick to blame the installer or for that matter they associate it with where it was purchased and where it comes mm-hmm. from so regardless of what the brand sticker is on that specific product that they have installed if something goes wrong with it they thought but that's the shop where i bought it from you know that's the store where i got it from so obviously they sell sorry for my language but we are in the plumbing industry so all pun intended the crap that they sell that they store so you can't yeah. afford to 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 keep stock that you know isn't reliable definitely not definitely not and i think uh, and, and 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 to your point for them as well it's it's in in our um you know we want to keep our plumbers happy as well and keep them and they must keep they, they keep us honest really yeah. you know our plumbers are also very sharp they they will quit tell us quickly when we have something inferior uh, and they've got a slap from the customer you know <laughs> they'll feed back to us very quickly take it off or, or, or you'll just see sale dropping on that product and you know you've made a mistake on a product mm. and anyway if truth be told you know um you know we got and, I, and i'm sure most of the big retailers but we got about 60,000 different line items in our stockpile sure. so difficult you know to test everything and so so you rely on on suppliers and, and and your feedback from your plumbers and your customers mm-hmm. often um, to make sure that those things really are functioning correctly. They've got longevity. Uh, they're not going to fail the customer. Because unfortunately, with our products that we sell, you know, if, if you have a burst water main or in your house, your geyser explodes, or, you know, I often say to people, uh, geyser is like a bomb in your roof. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we, we want to buy the cheapest geyser we can get but we might have the most expensive TV. Meantime, the TV can't explode, you know, but <laughs> we put a bomb in the roof. <laughs> We're going to pay five so, bucks for it, you know? You know, the consumers, you know, every time I have chats with plumbers um, on these podcasts or elsewhere, the fact is that the consumer doesn't know that a, that, that geezer is actually a pressured vessel, a pressure or a pressurized vessel. vessel. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Um, yeah. it's, and, 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 and if not installed correctly or, or if, if defective for that matter, it can be detrimental. Um, you know, there's and great risk. That's why it's critical, I'm sorry to break your word. That's why it's critical as well. From, you know, if you're installing such a vessel in, into your roof that's pressurized and stuff like that, get the right installer, get the right product. You know, don't play around with those type of things. You know, if, if you, um, they, they, I mean, I can mention mention other products as well that you should not consider buying, but people just buy it because maybe it's aesthetically or maybe it's underneath the cupboard, they don't see it, so they can put it there. Meantime, back at the ranch, if that thing goes, your whole house is flooded. Mm. And, and it doesn't happen when you're at home. It always happens when you're away from home. <laughs> You've um, got that so. right. <laughs> I've had that experience. You know, rock up after work at home and one afternoon and the whole house is, you know, the whole the floor is flooded. Yeah, it always happens when you're not there. Yeah. That's it, yeah. You so, no, what? So, so, so sorry, just in, maybe in, in finalizing that point, it's just it's critical for us, for us to make sure that our customers are plumbers are happy with our products and so forth our customers as well. Yeah, it's good to know. Johan, I've got a I've got a question that I want to shoot to you regarding the um 
you know the the people who may have interest in in, in opening up their own uh, on tap franchise but i think before we get to that question we are drawing to a close of this episode so let's just uh, for our listeners out there let's just cross over to another quick ad break um listeners please don't go away do stay tuned uh, johan and i will be right back we're going to take a look at uh, you know the people who may be interested in opening up their own franchise uh, we'll be right back after this this valentine's what could be more romantic than listening to plumbing-related podcasts in a hot tub? TMP Magazine Podcasts, bringing you interesting and informative conversations about your trade and industry. TMP Magazine Podcasts, staying informed and being empowered could never be more romanticized, all pun intended. Find our podcasts on TMP Magazine on App Plumber. We know you'll love the content. Welcome back. You're still tuned into this episode of the Man in the Van podcast in which myself, Willem Klopper, and Johan van Wyk of ONTAP are having a conversation about ONTAP, the brand itself, the organization, you know, its products, its services, its associated brands, and of course, the value that it adds to the plumbing industry. Um, now, before we went into the ad break, we, we you know, we did discuss uh, a little bit about the organization, its beginnings, its origins. Uh, we spoke about its range of products. Uh, we spoke about, you know, the quality of its products. And, um, you know, Johan, we, we did say a lot and there's a lot more that can be said about ONTAP and the brand itself and where, it, where it's come from and where it's going and what's planned and those kind of things. But the question that I have now, and I think that it might be a, a burning question to a couple of people sitting out there, um, there might be a couple of in entrepreneurs listening to this episode. So what about people who are interested in, in opening up their own franchise? What, where do they even begin? What do they do? Well, I think, uh, Willem, you have a good question. Um, they should come all to us. If they want to open a franchise, they must come to us. <laughs> Go nowhere else. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I wish it was that simple. Um, I think uh, making that decision to to buy into a franchise is is, is is a very important decision, first and foremost. Now, especially if you're an entrepreneur, um, you need to you make you need to make sure that you're making the right decision. Um, and and uh, and there, there's lots of uh, material that you can read. You know, we belong to FASA, the Franchise Institution of South Africa. You know, we're registered members of them. And I think if you buy, if you're thinking of buying into any franchise, make sure that they are registered with FASA so that um, you know that you're not dealing with a fly by night and someone's going to take your money and run with it. Um, but yeah, like I said earlier, our stores are all owner managed. So, so I think one of the decisions you must make as, as an investor is that are you prepared to run the business yourself? You know, what are your skill set? Is it, is it administrative? Is it financial? Is it, uh, operational, where does your strength lie? Um, and then where your weaknesses lie, then you may have to employ people to to help you there. Um, but should you should anybody be interested um, in um, inquiring about ONTAP franchise, our website is um, has a lot of information on um, the ONTAP franchise. Uh, there's a write-up about our brand, uh, where it was founded and our history and so forth. It talks about there's a whole lot of frequently asked questions uh, that, that you might not be thinking about. So, so we've tried to um, preempt those questions so that um, you don't go down this path, spend your money, 
and and realize, oh shit, it is not what I wanted. You know, so we want you to make that decision up front. So we so we prompted a whole lot of questions, frequently asked questions around franchising. And um, like I said, also on the FASA website, they have a similar type of uh, thing. Um, and then um, I think what's important for you as a, as a, as a potential franchisee is that you must know that you're buying into an, in, uh, uh, an existing ecosystem, something that has been proven. You know, we've, like I said, we started in 1990. We've been around, this is our 33 or third year that the brand has been around. So you're buying into, into a lot of intellectual property knowledge of, of, on, from, of plumbing, of systems, of operations and stuff like that. So, so we learn from each other. The, the team at head office are quite skilled. Um, we have a kind of an expert in every field of the business, uh, financial side, merchandise, operations, marketing, um, administrative side of it. So, so the franchise or my role and my team's role is there to assist you to make this transition as easy as possible for you, to help you set up your store, we'll help design the store, we'll do the layout with you. Everything is done with you because we want the individual to be part of the process and start living that experience already before you open the door. You know, cutting the ribbon is the, is the highlight of it, but the, the fun is setting up the store and the hard work comes once you cut the ribbon. Because then you must make it work, you know. <laughs> but it's critical that not critical. It's important that that you know that you're buying into an ecosystem that is, that's been exist in existence for 33 years. Uh, there's a lot of knowledge in there, and the franchisees themselves also reach out to one another. And uh, we have a guild group um, within the organisation where the guys talk to one another, ask advice, and how do you do this? You know, I'm, I'm battling with this, and how do you do that? So, so sometimes issues are dealt with at store level even before it gets to us. But the head office team is a small team, but a very ineffective team and very involved in your business. So anybody that would be interested, I would say, go look at our website. The document, the, the, the application forms are there. We also um, send the people for psychometric testing to make sure to help you make the decision that this is what you want to get into. You know, we've set a criteria of, of the ideal uh, franchisee owner for an on-tap store, not necessarily franchisees in general, just an on-tap aimed at our business. So we get you to write these uh, tests and, and, and then we measure that. And from there, it's interviews. Then it's, if it's, you know, the finance is in place and everything's in place, then we start rolling out the store. And it's quite a quick process. It could take us, it takes us about two weeks to open the store from, from white walls to cutting the ribbon. You know, we're quite efficient in, in, in doing that. So, uh, I don't know if that answered your question, but we really hold your hand from the time you apply for the application until the day that you cut the ribbon. And then thereafter, the support team kicks in. Mm. You know, all the different divisions. Because Any time of the day, you need assistance there. there. Mm. I think, Jan, when it comes to franchise, that's the that's one of the main priorities that people are looking at in cons when they consider buying into a franchise is that support that they get from the you know the franchisor and its team. Um, you know, there are a lot of fly-by nights out there that would make you buy into something, and then you just don't get any support from them, and you're completely on your own. 100%. And the other thing is also that, you know, the, the fact is that when you look at on tap, it's that, um, you know, when we, when we opened this specific episode, I, I did say that many of our listeners out there may already be familiar with a brand. And it's so. It's a well-established brand. 
um, and its footprint is just growing. Um, so it's good to know that you you provide that support to um, you know interested parties who may want to open up their their, their own franchise. What what is that email? I almost said email address, but what is that website? Is it www.ontap.co.za or that's is it correct? Yeah, yeah. Just go there. Uh, it'll take you to our landing page. On our landing page, it says on the one of the drop down buttons, it's uh, franchise inquiries. You click there, and then and mm. uh, it's all all there. And then there's also contact numbers below that where you can make contact with me directly or Amelia who works for me, um, you know, we the two of us do all the franchisees. But um, yeah, www.ontap.co.za um, and that'll take you take you to where you want to be. You're on you can even, or even try, even try our e-commerce site while you're there and just buy something. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd do, let, let me do a bit of an ad there. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Listen, Johan, uh, I want to thank you again for, for having joined me for this. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great deal out of your, um, you know, maybe half an hour has listened to our audience, but, you know, half an hour out of your time with your responsibilities within your organization, it's a, it's a great deal out of your out of your day so i appreciate that um thanks thanks for the information that you've shared um and i want to offer you the opportunity to any last words for uh, for our listeners out there to our audience any any exciting things that's coming up for in, in in the business that you might want to share with them <laughs> except the well, e-commerce no, I, think, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think first and foremost thank you to to you and the team and the platform that you've guys created um for the likes of ourselves to to put a podcast together and for you to share it with your with your audience, we really appreciate that. I think uh, in general, 2023 is going to be uh, we positive about the year. You know, um, we are uh, in in general we normally positively geared. We don't like looking at the negative aspects of uh, of the world um, or just South Africa. I mean, despite the challenges we have in this country, I, I, I'm still positive that we're going to have a good year. Um, there is definitely some great products coming out later in the year um, from our suppliers. Uh, we've just been meet, meeting with our suppliers, and so they've got some great, great products coming out later in the year. There's a big trade show in Germany now uh, where a lot of products have been launched, which will then later in the year and probably next year start filtering into South Africa. But yeah, I think just um, thank you for the opportunity. Look out for the great products that's coming our way. And yeah, thanks to Unity. Johan, we'll definitely do a follow-up podcast very soon because um, you know I want to hear about those exciting new products that you said that your your suppliers are, are bringing in, um, and 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 any progress that um, that Ontap may have made in the in the time from now until our next episode. So once again, thanks thanks to you, and then of course, lastly, thanks a great big stack to our listeners to you whether you're mrs mrs joan the consumer out there or whether you're a plumber and installer um, thanks for having tuned into this episode we do hope that you carry the same kind of value out of our conversation that what i do we'll definitely see you again next time finally it's time to switch off this engine cheerio man in the van podcast your regular audio drive time companion 